Hashtag murder may contain explicit and disturbing material and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Scar. I'm Alex. And we're millennials who love murder. And cults. And heinous <laughs> crimes. Everything true crime. Uh, and we are back again. And we're at Alex's house this yeah, time. Yeah, we are coming live. Well, it's not live. It's live for me. <laughs> from my closet that Scarlet put me back into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I had to come over here because poor Georgie boy. Yeah, my... My little rescue baby, um, he's seven, but uh, he's got the cancer again in his leg, and uh, he had to get that leg amputated. And Which he's is so giving sad. us the puppy eyes right now as we speak. Oh, he's got big ol' puppy dog eyes, and he's doing those hard blinks, and he's just real cute. We're waiting for his pain meds to kick in so he'll go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. He's naturally like a couch potato, so I don't know why he is so interested in what we're doing right now. <laughs> Yeah, he's very intrigued. Mm -hmm. And whenever I got here, he's not supposed to get up. Yeah, he's not supposed to get up on his own. Like, we're supposed to take the little sling and like kind of help him pick up because, you know, he just had surgery literally two days ago. So he's supposed to wait a little bit till those little scars heal. And no, he just decided that he heard his Aunt Scarlet outside and he was like, I'm going to get up and greet her all by myself. I, know. I don't need you, Mom. <laughs> I know. And he just kind of hopped on over. Yeah, he did He did a good job. It was really sweet. You guys kind of walk the same. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I kind of hobble. Uh, it's true, though. Um, yeah, I had a uh, little... <laughs> I can't feel half of my body. Uh, it's fine, though, because I can walk. Yeah, and so can George. Uh, I can't run or do any fast maneuvers, but I can walk. She can walk. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's a long story. We'll get to it. Eventually. Eventually. This has got a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I will say uh, this closet is much more organized than Scarlet and Dustin's closet. <laughs> Shout out to Whitney, because I have nothing to do with this closet. It's very organized. There's cubes. There's uh, color-coded hangers. Um, there's a lot going on. And uh, a diploma. Oh, that is not a diploma, man. Well, oh, it oh. is a diploma. That is a piece of $50,000 artwork right there. <laughs> Courtesy of the College of Charleston. It's real big. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Are you going to put it out? Uh, Whitney said she's going to put it up in her office whenever she has one, but she doesn't want to put it up at the library. Uh, uh, side note, my wife works at the library. Not sure why she doesn't want it up there. Yeah, because she's like actually a librarian. No, she is a no. circulation manager. Whoa. Don't know uh, what that means. It means she does everything a librarian does. Except a couple things. And gets paid less. And Yeah, but I mean, they don't get paid that much to begin with. Oh. So. Huh. She, she does it because she loves the children. Oh. I know. No. Really? Oh, she, she loves patrons. Like, loves them. Like, you know, <laughs> she doesn't love the asshole ones. I hate children. But she loves the nice ones. Are there assholes going to the library? Oh, yeah. Really? A lot of, a lot of homeless people, too. Uh, that mm -hmm. checks out. Or people that, like, try to act like they know what they're doing and they have no idea what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yep. At least you don't have to worry about like sales and shit like that. No, no. She just got to worry That's about nice. like helping people pick out books. And I can't remember if it's resistant readers or reluctant readers. I can't remember which term it is, but that's her favorite thing to do is to get resistant readers, I think is the actual term, which basically means they don't like to read. Oh, okay. Into books they like to read. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So she works with kids all day? 
like not the all library? day, but like she works with people all day. Huh. And she does different projects and stuff. Not my cup of tea. No. <laughs> Too much of the public for That's, me. Oh, that sounds horrible. Um, speak, well, no, not really speaking of anything. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's terribly segue speaking into... Speaking of children and who you would never let babysit your children. <laughs> yeah, ah, there we go. There we go. All right, you got it. <laughs> We're going to go over the terrifying life of Daniel Hires. Ooh, okay. Ooh, and he's a local one. <gasps> Oh, mm-hmm. all right. I don't th- have I ever told you this one? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay. Oh, you're gonna love this one. Okay. I'm surprised this has never come up. Hold on one second, George. Don't you be licking your stitches. Thank you. <laughs> so Sorry, guys. Thank you. <laughs> you know, he's got something stuck on his mouth. He's probably trying to spit up that pill I gave him. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's already down your throat. Look at that ear. You got a rogue ear. But uh. yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Daniel Hires, I actually met him in a karate class that me and my sister were in. Okay. Yeah, it was. we were youngins. Like, uh, I think I was 10. She was 8-ish. Oh, my. About two years apart. And he was, I guess, I don't remember the whole dynamic because I was 10. Yeah. But I think he was, like, either... He was taking the adult classes there and then also helping with the kids' classes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And his uh, wife actually... For some reason, I feel like that's not going to be a good... <laughs> no, that's actually <laughs> it's not, not going to be thing. a good thing. No. And no. moving forward? Um, okay. And uh, his wife used to babysit us on occasion. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So I've been in the house where this happens. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you're not going to like this. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> So this all begins with uh, Mila Araujo. Uh, Luda Mila is her full name, but she goes by Mila. She okay. was 15 in 1996 when she met Daniel William Hires on a vacation with her friends in Miami. Okay. Um, Daniel was 24. Uh, ew. All right. Yeah, you. Mila had flown there from Brazil, and Dan just so happened to be, like, you know, out there at the same time. Huh. So they were both on vacation in Miami. Weird. Yes. Okay. And she's 15. And she's 15. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, hmm. I guess her, was her family there? Uh, I think her dad was there. Oh, uh, okay. Um, probably her mom or something. You know, some kind of adult for supervision. Because I would personally not let my child go from, you know, Brazil. From Brazil to, to the, States. the States. Especially Miami. Especially <laughs> Miami with no parental supervision at age 15. Yeah. Uh, Mila's sister, Alessandra, really cool name, I think. That's a great name. Yeah. Said her father did not approve of the relationship because of the age gap between the two. Uh, well. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I don't even think I was dating at 15. Um, was I dating? I was Oh, not. actually, I was dating. I had my first boyfriend at 15. Really? Mm-hmm. And then it, he just ruined you, did he? Yeah. <laughs> Once I once I met a girl, I was like, wow, I definitely could not look at your dick anymore. <laughs> that was awful. Oh, why was I doing this? Pretty much. Um, okay. Yeah. He uh, eventually relented when he realized Mila wasn't going to give Dan up, which, I mean, like, I can see that it's like every Disney movie ever. You're dating a boy that your dad doesn't like, but that boy just happens to be a man that's almost a decade older than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15. So Mila gets on a plane and she moves up to Charleston, where Dan is. Where we are. Wow. Okay. Yep. Uh, the couple got married when Mila was 17 and Dan was 26. So they're also <laughs> only dating for two years before they get married. <laughs> oh, and no. And they were having a two-year long-distance relationship this entire time. So they hadn't even... So, okay. They met each other. <laughs> 
met each other. <laughs> I feel like I just said this. They met each other in Miami. Mm-hmm. They go back. He comes back here. She goes back to Brazil. Mm-hmm. And they just chat on the phone for like two years. Well, it's like ni- the ni- late 90s. So I'm assuming they were using like AIM Messenger and stuff like that. And pro- probably because long distance calls would have been expensive at that point. Oh, yeah. I mean, they still are. Maybe they're writing letters. I mean, that was that time period, I guess, too. So they hadn't even seen each other in two years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, which I don't <laughs> know why her dad, like, eventually gave up. Because I would be like, you're going to forget about him eventually. Like, you live in another continent. Not just another country. Another <laughs> continent. <laughs> yeah. He is what? in North America. You are in South America, young lady. Go find a nice, yeah, nice boy. Like, nice local boy. Nice local or boy. Or even, like, or you know what? Travel to Italy for fuck's sake. Go somewhere. You don't, have, <laughs> yeah, you don't no. have to stay with this man. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Hate but, it. like, if you look up pictures, he looks like your stereotypical, like, blonde hair, blue eyes, like, Here's, man. Okay. So he's, like, a, he's handsome. Wait, hold on. Let me pull up a picture real quick. Okay. This guy? Uh, yes. This guy. That's stank face, but yes, it's that guy. That, that, I'm sorry. He's not cute. He's not our type, but, <laughs> you know. Is, he you, is not cute at she all. she found him attractive. Oh, my. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna... I'm going to draw the not yeah. cute line on that one. Yes. <laughs> he looks like a douchebag. <laughs> yes. I think the, the main reason her dad did let her come to America is because he wanted her to have a better life than what she had in Brazil. And, like, that was possible in America. Okay. Uh, mm, all right. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know, know how bad. Yeah. My know. dad would have just, like, shoved his foot up my ass and be like, no, but, you know, to each his own. Yeah. I'm not too knowledgeable on Brazil, but is it that? Yeah, there's some there's some effed up things that go up go on there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. All right. We'll let it slide. It so not happened. get political. Not not all rainbows and daisies down there. Okay. Uh, so now we're just gonna flash forward just a teeny bit here, about eight years, uh, when Dan is 32 and he's arrested and charged by the North Charleston Police Department in November of 2004 for sexually assaulting an eight year old girl he knew from a karate class. This is where that circles back. Um, <gasps> That they both attended in Charleston. Which is the place you went? Yep. I'm not going to name the karate studio because they are a really great studio and they do not need to have their name smashed like that. But yeah, yeah I know exactly what studio they went to. Uh, I know what girl it is. And I was very in disbelief when that happened because she's literally my age. Oh. Same age, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, my sister and I interacted with him and his wife pretty often. My dad, you know how he is. He's very, like, oh, I'm gonna be friends with everybody, talk to everybody. What's up, man? Which is very not like us. Very not like us. I don't, I don't need any more friends. Tommy's very extroverted. <laughs> but, yeah, he, uh, he, like, talked to that dude a lot. Um, his wife babysat us, like, twice, I think. Like, she was a really great babysitter, too. She let me have candy at, like, 9 o'clock at night. It was great. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, uh, now get this, uh, Dan, for, you know, his employment, uh, he was a cop. What? Yeah, that's why, you know, they were totally fine with him helping working out the karate. Working at the place. Working at the karate dojo and helping out and all that good stuff. It's because he was a cop and they felt like they could trust him. And he used that, his position as a cop, to get close with this girl and her mother, who was a single mother, to kind of gain, uh, power in that relationship. Oh, my yeah, he had various different roles in the police departments. He was actually with three different departments uh, within the past 11 years. Oh, okay. Yes, and he, quote, uh, loses, 
I use this term loosely, left his job as an officer in January of 2005. But uh, the last position he held was a school resource officer. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so he was, so he was around children all day. All day. Literally all day. And it was teenagers, which is what he liked. And aren't those, like, um, the liaison from school to police matters? Yeah, all police, down here, everything? like, the resource officers are used really often. I don't even think we had... Did we have those? We had them if down we did, here. I don't remember. We had them down here. Not so much in the elementary schools. It was mostly in the middle and high schools, you know, when we start being bad. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <sighs> he was actually, there's actually a story. It, I couldn't find a whole t- ton of information on this because it got uh, shoved under the rug. <clears throat> cough, cough. Relationships with the police department. Not, not saying that's what happened, but, you know, maybe <laughs> his relationships with the police department. He was actually pimping out a girl at his high school that he worked at as the resource officer. For money for sex. Oh, my. She tried to tell her dad about it. Yeah. Who was a police officer in the Goose Creek department, and he shoved the whole thing under the rug and didn't believe his daughter. So she tells her own dad, but he's also a cop, and then Mm -hmm. he was like, eh. He's like, oh, we're bros. You would never do that. You're a low-lying piece of shit. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Okay. Yeah, so that. far, this man has zero redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay. So, uh, after, you know, those jobs didn't work out for obvious reasons. Yeah, kind of bad to have a uh, um, pimp slash child molester on the force. So I'm assuming that was not his own decision to leave. It was like a... It was like, hey, you better leave or we're going to get fired. Or maybe he did just get fired. Nah, there's no way to know. Who knows? Yeah, supposedly he left, but, you know. Uh, so then he worked odd jobs in construction while his child wife, I mean wife. Uh, literally child. <laughs> worked at Sears in the shoe department in ah. the Northwoods Mall, North Charleston. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't even know if that Sears is open anymore, but. Love a good Sears. It always smells good. It smells like rubber and appliances. <laughs> it smells like new, nice home shit. <laughs> you know who probably loves Sears? Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He worked at Sears. Did he really? Yeah. Uh, in the men's department. He had to wear a tie. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> he had to wear, he had to dress up every day. Oh, this sounds so weird. Uh, I know. Yeah. I don't think he worked there very long. Yeah. The, uh, the marshal service, which, you know, was the service set out to track him down after some things escalate, okay. uh, is quoted as saying he was a good cop, but he betrayed his badge in the worst way, using it to gain the trust of a single mother with a young daughter then molesting the eight-year-old child over a period of 18 months. 18 months? Year and a half, he was molesting this child. 18? And she's eight? Well, started out at eight. So eight, so like probably like ten. nine and a half, ten. Yeah, depends on how old she was. Oh, my. I'm going to leave that girl's name out, just because, you know, I don't know if she wants her name all out there. Okay. Uh, but we're going to call her Lisa. Okay. Um, so, Lisa did go on TV and talk about this at one point um, on that TV show, America's Most Wanted, that the guy from Florida whose son was killed. Yeah, the Walsh. John Walsh? Yeah. Yes, John Walsh. So uh, Lisa's mother states that she just thought he was a great guy. I mean, he went to church. Oh. Oh, yes. That makes you such a great guy. (laughs) Just because someone goes Goes to to church church does not mean they're a good person. Yeah, they literally just arrested that guy in Texas who was a youth pastor for having child pornography. But... Uh, and that he was a good cop, and he would take Lisa to karate practice 
and drive her around in his cop car. Oh my god. Lisa, 18 months. 18 months. Lisa was starting to think of Dan as a father figure, and her mother just really trusted him, had no idea what was going on, and that's terrifying that as to a- how like good of an actor he is when this whole time he's literally using his relationship that's to horrific. This poor child. That is horrifying. Oh, that poor mother. And I mean and her. Like the mm-hmm. family. Yeah, and like imagine the guilt that she has now today knowing that that's what was going on. I know. Oh my. So, now while all this is going on, Mila's father really 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 wants his daughter to come back to Brazil cuz he's still there. Okay. He hates seeing his daughter go through all this bullshit with Daniel and is encouraging her to get out of the situation she's in. Okay. But she ends good, up staying. Good dad. Probably uh, a little bit of like, I'm assuming Stockholm Syndrome. He's She's been with him basically since she was 15, 16. Because we're what, like eight years into their relationship? Mm-hmm. And yep. I mean, she moved here from a different country. Like yeah. she can't know that. She, she, she doesn't know anybody here. And she's never, uh, you know, I'm just going to say that she's never known another relationship besides the one with him personally. And the yeah. one that you know, her dad has with her mom. So like, we don't know anything about that. Huh. But... If that's the only relationship she's ever known, like, she doesn't know any better. Yeah. Especially if he is the only source of information she has about relationships. So he's going to make it seem like that's how it is. Yeah. Like, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At least she had a job and, like, could get out of the house and shit. Yeah. And I'm sure she had friends at work and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah. So she ends up staying. Uh, Mila has also written letters to her sister back in Brazil stating that she wasn't super happy in the marriage despite outward appearances of happiness. Uh, in one letter she wrote, I don't know if he's getting better, but at least he's not getting worse. I think that he's not worried to lose me because he thinks I belong to him. It, uh, he leaves me yeah. here alone, whether he goes to play basketball or go hunting. Perhaps this is normal, but I should know that I am here without my family and I miss them very much. Oh, that's a sad letter. Yeah, and she's lonely because he leaves her at home all day telling her that he's going to do all these things, but he's probably um, actually just hunting and, you know, hunting as and hunting children. Yeah, don't like this at all. So, Dan was, you know, definitely living a double life here. None of his coworkers knew he was married, and he uh, would frequent, yeah, <gasps> frequent strip clubs, hire escorts, and, you know, the occasional relationship with a minor which relationship is you know not he was molesting minors yeah um he didn't tell anybody that he worked with but about mila yeah because he's a piece of shit oh this is getting <laughs> it's getting worse and worse he's a stand-up guy you know sounds like it yeah. gentleman uh he was supposed to turn himself in on march 15th uh this would be 2005 because he got a rain or charge 2004 november Okay. So later that year, March 2005, he's supposed to turn himself in. He also got additional crimes to the same victim. Um, it's probably just, like, stacking on, like, you know. More, oh, okay. More, yeah, you know, like, how, like, they'll, like, cite you for, like, molestation and, like, like one time, two times, three times. Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, so he's supposed to be turning... He's supposed to be turning himself in. It's so weird that people are trusted to just, like show up mm-hmm. well normally that <laughs> like, stuff is like what? arranged through like your attorney and they're like hey show up at this time we'll get bail arranged for you all huh. that good shit okay if you know you're a i wouldn't say good citizen because if you're you know getting arrested you're probably not a good citizen <laughs> in all accounts but you know yeah. that kind of thing you're, you're trustworthy uh, okay uh you know side note two days before this they had just returned from a quote second honeymoon Ooh, sorts okay. from myrtle beach <clears throat> which <laughs> Myrtle Beach. One, uh, why was he allowed to leave the city? And two, girl, that is not 
if sorry if you live in Myrtle Beach and you're listening to this, but it is. Uh... <laughs> hey, actually, we just <laughs> on that little trip we just took uh, with the fucking U-Haul. Um, we stopped in Myrtle Beach, and I actually have a little nostalgia about Myrtle Beach because I would go there as a child. <gasps> And I really loved it. <laughs> we either went there or Florida. We're going to cover another case that happens in Myrtle Beach where a child was abducted. So, you know, oh. Myrtle Beach ain't the nicest. Um, it's actually no. one of the most, uh, the, the college it's the most there. dangerous. It's one of the most dangerous cities in South Carolina and uh, Coastal Carolina, the university there. Uh-huh. Highest rate of STDs in the country. Oh. University. That's a fun fact. That's a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you know I should have left that for the end. <laughs> Damn it. Um, uh, yeah. That's okay. Anyway, but she said... So the, they let him leave? They let him leave to On go to Myrtle Beach and come back. Well, I guess he stayed I, in the state. state. I guess. Maybe he arranged that with his lawyer. I don't know. Oh, real quick. Whenever I first moved here, for some reason, I thought Myrtle Beach was in North Carolina. I wish it was in North Carolina. <laughs> uh, and so people were talking about going to Myrtle Beach, and I was like, that's, you know, thinking it's a whole state away. No. No. It's here. An hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's here. Uh, okay. So... Uh, they come back. She actually tells, uh, I believe it was her father, her mother, um, on the phone that she, Daniel was like acting like a new person, was being really doting and loving on her, which he oh. normally was not. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, hmm. uh, to me, that should have been a red flag that something bad was going to happen. I mean, is it because he, about it? is it because he knows he's going to jail? I, <laughs> he's trying I, to be nice. <laughs> I think it's because he knew that he was not going to go to jail because he would not survive prison because you're a child oh. molester and they're going to fuck your ass up. Literally and figuratively in prison. Oh, okay. All right. Tell me more. Yeah. So uh, he never showed up to turn himself in, and Mila never showed up for her scheduled shift at Sears that day. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Linda hires Dan's mom, drove to Dan and Mila's home in Goose Creek. Um, for those not familiar with this area, Goose Creek is like, I don't know, 20 minutes outside of Charleston, 25 yeah. traffic. Um, and, like, they lived in, like, that kind of Crowfield area of Goose Creek. Oh, Lord. And you're which from is... The, which is where <laughs> lives. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Dustin grew up. Yep. Uh, uh, it was actually at 132 Severn Street. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, go look it up is. on Zillow and see where they lived. Damn. Okay. So, uh, Linda enters the home. She's looking for her son instead of Mila, but whatever. And she found Mila's body in the <gasps> master bedroom of the home. With a gunshot wound to the back of the head at close range. Uh, what? Yep. Uh, appeared probably while she was asleep, and she was 24 years old. A uh, child. She was a child. Oh my god. Also, like, Dan, uh, what a piece of shit coward are you for killing her in her sleep? Yeah, it's fucked up. To the back of the head. You couldn't even look at her while you did it. Oh my god. Yep, her estimated time of death by the coroner was between 7 a.m. and 12 p.m. For some reason, I didn't think that this is where this was going. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so nobody knows since he was... Oh, spoiler alert. He's never caught. So we have no idea why he committed this murder. Uh, we can only speculate. Um, I think it's probably because she... We don't too. know where he is? Uh, no, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Okay. This gets funky. All right. All right. I'm s- I'm sitting down. I'm already sitting. But... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking another seat. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, uh, we, we don't know where he is because he obviously fled the scene. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we can speculate that she probably knew he wasn't going to turn himself in and she was going to turn him in. It sounds like he kind of kept her out of his Yeah. She wasn't even details. in the loop. Yes. Yeah, so I don't. Surprised she even fucking knew he was going. Yeah. She didn't know anything else. I think else. he. 
probably told her he was going to flee, and he didn't trust her to keep his secret, so she he killed her. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, that is so sad. Yeah. Dan uh, was sighted by the neighbors leaving his home earlier that afternoon, a couple hours before the gruesome discovery on the 15th. The day he's supposed to turn himself in. Yeah. Okay. So, basically, Mila dies some point between 7 and 12. I'm thinking probably earlier to, like, that 7-8 range if she was sleeping. He probably yeah. just... He probably killed her before she woke up for the day. Um, he probably cleans himself up and, you know, gets a bag together ready. And then scoots. Scoots, scoots boot uh, out of the home. Yeah. Uh, despite the massive manhunt that ensued, he slipped away and the local PD reached out to the U.S. Marshal Service for assistance in locating hires, which is called Operation Intercept. Ooh, fancy. Which sounds real fancy for <laughs> yeah. someone that, you, you know, you didn't even catch him, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, apparently, that's actually a special team led by the U.S. Marshals to locate fugitives. Oh, okay. Uh, that's cool. how they were able to um, obtain a federal arrest warrant. Okay. He was actually on the top 15 most wanted list up until a few years ago. Wow. Yeah, they took him off to, quote, make room for other fugitives, even though nobody replaced him on that list after they removed him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the only sighting that the auth- authorities, I almost said authorities... <laughs> I authoritize. I authoritize. <laughs> Sorry, people. Uh, she got real. She got real goose creek there for a second. Came out. Well. <laughs> so the only sighting that they had of hires was footage of him in a convenience store about two hours away in Carlton County. Okay. Still in South Carolina. Okay. Um, and he was withdrawn several hundred dollars. God damn it! The withdrawn. The authorities were withdrawn. I know. Sugar is gonna get onto my ass about this. <laughs> He was withdrawing several hundred bucks from uh, an ATM. Okay. All right. Yep. Classic. I'm um, going to drain my bank account before I head on out yep. of town here. Okay. Head on out. Five days later, Goose Creek police took out an arrest warrant on charging hires with his wife's murder, Mila. Why that took five fucking days, who the fuck knows? Yeah. What What are we talking about here? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't you know five seconds after you found her? What? I guess not. That's crazy. Okay. Um, uh, you know, federal law system. I don't fucking know how this shit works. Uh, June 20th, 2005, Dan's red 2005 Chevy Aveo was later found abandoned in a hospital parking lot in Laredo, Texas. Oh, Which so he was going. Know, you don't know where that is. That is two miles away from the Mexican border. Oh, shit. And so he was literally going to Mexico. Oop. Oh, my God. Um, He doesn't stay there, folks. Hold on to your booties. Oh, Lord. Authorities believe that car had been abandoned there since April. So the car (laughs) sat there for two months before somebody who worked at the hospital called up and was like, hey. Whoa, this car has been here for two months. months. Yeah, you know, I love love this so much. (sighs) They could have called immediately and they just didn't follow up on it. Who the the hell knows? Yeah, that's very possible. Because, you know, that could happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn. So now let's jump to September 2018. Okay. Oh. That's a big yes, jump. We, we are jumping 13 years into the future. And he was arrested in, drumroll please, Shanghai, China. Uh, he went overseas? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yep. Uh, so I guess Mexico didn't work out. No, I guess not. Um, yeah, he was under the assumed name David Williams. Oh, that's a likely name. Yeah, it's really <laughs> just like similar to his own name, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, this is going to make you so happy. Hires was actually um, working as an English teacher, and a former student turned him in after recognizing him from an article about the crimes he committed in 2005. <laughs> How she came about this article, I have no idea. 
I'm impressed, but she probably thought he looked familiar from something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or she was just like gooking him, like you know how you do before like a yeah. date. Yeah. <laughs> you try to figure and then out she was like, you can. Weird. Oh my. Okay. Yep. All right. So this is good. Oh, yeah. oh, and this former student told the police he was quite popular among the female students oh, due to him being tall and handsome. He was like 6'3", had blonde hair and blue eyes, and was quite flirtatious. Oh, my God. But she did also state that he had a, quote, messy private life. Oh, well, no shit. Oh, yeah. Forgot to mention that he murdered his, his wife. wife. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. And pursued one of her friends at one point, but was turned down by the girl. Good for you, homie. Yeah. Good girl. Um. Also, <laughs> she got the vibe. <laughs> I gotta say it again. He is just not cute. <laughs> well, you know, they <laughs> thought he was cute. He looks like a thumb. <laughs> i'm not here for the look but you know that's what he that's what he likes i'm not here for it okay so there's other posts like on facebook reddit all this all these other like you know rogue things that allege that he was incarcerated in china okay a man that was supposedly an inmate with the hires said that hires was only arrested re- oh my goodness he was arrested oh, he was arrested arrested <laughs> For illegal entry into the country. Oh, you know, just slightly illegal. Uh, okay. You're under a, also under a false name, but whatever. Yeah. And in China, an illegal entry charge carries a one-year sentence. Oh. So if it really was him and he did that, you'd be, be out by out. like 2019, 2020 latest. Oh. Probably even earlier because of all that, you know, the COVID stuff. And they probably just released him because it wasn't a violent crime. Huh. Well, that one wasn't a violent crime. Yeah. If it was even him. I mean, we'd literally have... No we have no idea. Kn- yeah, no idea. We don't have no way of knowing. Uh, <sighs> this is crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think okay. it probably was him, and then as soon as he got released, he just hightailed it somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe he went to Africa. Maybe he went to Russia. We yeah. don't know. We don't. He'd fit in in Russia. There's a lot of pieces <laughs> of shit there. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yep. Uh, back in 2021, the FBI removed hires from the most wanted list to, you know, make room for other scum of the earth. Okay. Uh, Charlie Condom. I just, <laughs> I just Condom? Condon. I don't know why I put Condom. Charlie Condon. Charlie Condom. Shit. Oh, that's funny. We'll just leave that in there. Okay. Uh, South Carolina's Attorney General stated in an interview, is he locked up still? Question mark. I think that those are questions that are very legitimate. It's not a matter of law here at this point in time. It's a matter of courtesy. So it's a courtesy to the American government, really to the people of South Carolina, and more specifically to the folks here in the low country to let us know where he is. We'd like to make sure that he has his charges, and that's what we're asking for. So old Charlie was really trying to get help from China on all this, and it just didn't go anywhere. I don't know if he was actually trying to get any help from China, though, because I feel like That could have been like, like a stunt. He was like, oh, you know. Political stunt. He's over there. It's not my problem anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Probably huh. some political bullshit. Because um, another reason that his, um, uh, what's it called, reward money for any information leading to his arrest was so high is because the FBI thought that he got help from cops involved in his case. Yeah, from people on the inside. Mm-hmm. They're all his buddies. I mean, they already I'm sure they up. all love him. They already hushed a bunch of his crimes under the rug, which, like, if you are hushing that up, you're an equally piece of shit. Yeah, if you're not doing anything about it either, mm-hmm. what do we... You're literally enabling it. You're letting him do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which okay. is just as bad. So, Linda... Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Oh, we should call, we should title that this one. <laughs> Listen, Linda. Listen, <laughs> Linda. Sorry, guys. Uh, his mother has not really been out in the public about any of this. Weird. You don't want to talk about your 
your uh, homicidal uh, pe- son. Homicidal pedophile son. Uh, uh, yeah. But she did say she was surprised that he was removed from the most wanted list and that it makes okay. her question the allegations against her son and that he, quote, loved Mila. Yeah, so Mama thinks that he's innocent. That's what I'm gathering. Oh, and she's like, well, they took him off the top thing. He must have not done it. They don't have any evidence. Oh, my God. She's so fucking full of shit. Um, Linda had also at one point changed her Facebook profile photo to one of Mila and Dan laughing and smiling and sitting on the couch around Christmas time. <sighs> and they're, like, opening up presents in this photo. Yeah. Oh, gross. And Rude. She, and Linda says that she misses both of them very much. Oh, I'm sure I'm she like, well, fucking does. Well, your son killed one of them, so... Yeah. Yeah, so we don't we don't know why Dan killed his wife. Speculate about it, but uh, he's probably he was in China. He was in Mexico, was in China. He's in bumfuck Egypt probably now. We have no idea. Um, and but- so yeah, we can't know exactly, you know, why he did it, but maybe she was like speaking to the police um in regards to his allegations like they were questioning her and maybe she was like speaking too much and saying too much maybe but she knew too much i don't think she knew anything i think he kept her out of the loop on everything that's true or maybe they couldn't just maybe he had a behavior maybe he had a diary or like shit in his phone and she went through his phone well phones weren't like super big then it was just it was like flip phones and shit oh so maybe yeah um so yeah we don't know but uh, I wanted to end on a positive thing about Mila. Okay. Um, everyone said that she was a very sweet young lady. She was a really hard worker and was starting to work on her education and was really beginning her new life in America. And they lost a soul to a monster. Yeah, mm-hmm. her husband. Yep. The whole reason she moved here was for her husband and to get a better life. And she was literally murdered. Ah, oh, this is... I feel bad for her parents because they don't deserve that. Yeah. And they probably regret every single day that they let her move to America to be with him. Yeah, super sad. Hate mm-hmm. it. Well, thanks for that. You got any fun facts for us? I can give you a fun facts about Goose Creek. Okay. I'm from Goose Creek, so that's a fun fact. <laughs> Crowfield? No. Oh. That was too expensive for us. Ah. Yeah. Oh, here's a fun fact. Most of the naval weapon station here is in Goose Creek. Oh. Like they is, live there? Well, well, a lot of them do live there. But <laughs> oh, you mean the like actual literally... St- the actual station is in Goose Creek. <laughs> okay, that was Because part of it's in Somerville, and then there's another part in Goose Creek. Okay. <laughs> We're some notable people from Goose Creek. Oh, Brandon Shell actually went to high school with him. Okay, what did he, he do? Was, uh, he's an offensive lineman for the New York Jets and the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, both teams? Uh, he played for the Jets first, where he was drafted, and then played for the Seahawks. Uh, he's actually kind of douchey, not really that nice of a guy. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. You know, important. Sports ball. Sports ball. Another sports ball person. <laughs> okay. Uh, Justin Smoke played for, uh, I think he was drafted by the Rangers, played for the Mariners, and then also played for the Blue Jays. Oh. He is from Goose Creek. Is that baseball? That is also baseball, yes. Okay. Uh, folks, she's not up with the sports ball. <laughs> yeah, he was a first baseman for the Blue Jays. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I think that's some good facts. Because uh, it's Goose Creek. It's, it's Goose Creek. Duck Ditch. The Duck Ditch, yes. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks for that, and thanks for hanging out, and I hated it, um, but I learned a lot, and that's fascinating that it happened right in our own backyards. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to take a break and uh, walk our tripod puppy. And feed him some chicky nuggies. Because he's a good boy. Oh, that ear. Oh, I, know. I love it. We're going to share a picture of his ear on our Instagram, <laughs> so you guys can yeah. you guys can enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Boop.
Thank you for listening to Hashtag Murder. Episodes are written and edited by Alex Lewis and Scarlett Hipton. Our intro and outro music is written and played by Derek Branton. Our cover art is by the lovely Lauren Walker. And our name was created by the most wonderful, supportive, and super hot boyfriend, Dustin Branton. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas, you can reach us at hashtag murderpod at gmail.com. That's H-A-S-H-T-A-G murderpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell all of your friends about us. Thanks. Bye.